The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Sticking with matters of aviation, Ryanair, they've predicted they're going to create up to 2,000 jobs in Ireland over the next eight years. It comes as the airline held a press conference with the Taunish to celebrate 35 years in business. And of course, questions were raised at that press conference on whether flights would return uh, where Ryanair first started at Watford Airport. Michael O'Leary gave our reporter Aoife Kearns his thoughts on if we have too many airports in this country. So we have too many airports now. If they open uh, a jet runway, if they have a jet runway in Waterford, we will probably service to Waterford to and from London. But it eats into Cork's catchment area and Dublin's catchment area because of the road network is now so good. Cork and Shannon struggle because now increasingly more and more people who live in Nina or in Fitzroy makes the company drive to Dublin because Dublin has a wider choice of flights and it's easy and it is as easy to get to. Kerry and Knock do well because actually Dublin's not that accessible, or there is a bus service that takes you from the door of the Knock Airport to Dublin Airport. To Dublin Airport. So it is a challenge. I would not want to be an investor in Waterford Airport. Yeah, it doesn't sound like uh, good news there, uh, or good tidings, certainly, for Waterford Airport. Uh, an interesting point that essentially the road network is so good now that the population in that part of the country, in the southeast, can get so easily to Cork and Dublin. There's not really need for a jet runway in the southeast. Anyway, Owen Corey is with me, the editor of Air and Travel uh, magazine. Owen, you're welcome to the show. I mean, did this job announcement, first of all, and it's, it's a kind of a prediction of jobs they will create, it flies in the face of what many environmentalists might suggest or certainly what they would want, that we are all going to be flying less and less, certainly less short-haul flights in the future. Very much. It was my very first question at the press conference uh, was to Leo Varadkar and I asked him, you know, what does your Minister for Transport, this is flies in the face of what your own Minister for Transport are we going to square this off? They're talking about 10 million extra passengers over the next eight years. That's by 2030, uh, flying to and from Ireland. It's grow, grow, grow. It's what Ryanair's entire business plan has been since that first flight with a second-hand turboprop aircraft with a Romanian crew that they flew from Waterford to Luton back in 1985. Uh, they've grown and grown and grown, and they are now responsible two-thirds of the population of Ireland when they travel are now travelling on Ryanair that's up from just under half before COVID uh, so they are the drivers of this extra aviation connectivity to and from the island and as you say um, the environmental movement not very happy with that Yeah it's, it's a vote of confidence as well from Ryanair in an industry that some placed a little asterisk beside during COVID didn't they? Oh, absolutely. And if in every other country in Europe, that has been the case. Everyone's retreated. Uh, if you look at major airlines, the ones that dominated the skies before COVID, uh, Air France, KLM, Lufthansa, uh, Alitalia has just reduced to a, a, a tiny fraction of its former self, and some others have gone under. But uh, Ryanair have grown. Their summer uh, figures were about 15%, 14 15% ahead of where they were in 2019, before COVID. It means they're now, in some of the months of this year, the second biggest airline in the world by passenger numbers. How does that reflect in us? It's an Irish airline based in Ireland, and obviously most of its traffic is now no longer Irish. It's about 15% of the market in places like Italy and Spain. Uh, the country with contributors, the biggest number of passengers of flyers is Italy. But the decisions are made in Ireland. That's very, very good uh, for Irish tourism. Inbound tourism, big deal. 
um, people going on holidays, a big deal as well for individual families. But where the real action comes is the major drivers of the Irish economy. Uh, if you're investing, if you're looking for foreign direct investment in the pharmaceutical industry, in the software industry, and in the agri-food industry, which we're very, very strong on still, fourth biggest exporter of beef in the world, all of those things. Mm. Connectivity is what makes international business work. And having Ryanair in Ireland has been very, very good for the economy, something we don't always appreciate. I think that was mostly what the message this morning in the press conference was always going to be. I mean, this 35-year anniversary, though, you mentioned the first flight out of Waterford being in 1985. I mean, is this 35 years calculated the same way Ryanair calculated a 999 flight? Um, very much. You have to pay for the bag. So that has the extra <laughs> two years. No, it, it, I suspect this was all going to happen and COVID came along and pushed back the anniversary stuff. The real driver of this was that nobody had actually sat down in the control room at Swords where all the big decisions made and said, um, apart from, you know, filling our aircraft. And, you know, when you look back 2013, the load factors in Ryanair were about 82, 83% standard for the industry. By 2016, they got that past 90. Uh, it's night up to 95, 96% industry breaking. They're the sort of figures, they're the sort of things that they talk about within the control room and swords. But nobody actually sat back and says, what have we done for the Irish economy? And they itemised that today very clearly. It's things like 200 extra jobs in Shannon. They're going to put their maintenance into Shannon. If they weren't an Irish airline, they have 27 other countries. So, well, more because they're non-EU countries. About 34 countries are Ryanair operating. They could be putting all of those extra jobs, all of that extra investment into places outside mm-hmm. of Ireland. But they're an Irish airline. They're pretty much loyal to the flag. When the rugby season begins, there's no doubt uh, where Michael O'Leary's loyalties will will uh, rest. Uh, I mean, despite all of that success, and, and even those environmentalists that who would be unhappy with, with, with the idea of expansion um, and more and more people taking short-haul flights would have to acknowledge it has been a remarkable success story from a business point of view. They have had hiccups on the way. Yeah, very much. And just on the environmental side, Ryan, Michael O'Leary's very clear thing is that uh, you're dealing with an airline that has the newest fleet. You're dealing with an airline that uh, it has a very high you know, 96% occupancy. So if you're going to um, accept that we have to fly from place to place, um, Ryanair are doing as much environmentally as they can. Uh, my Willie Walsh separately at a, for a press briefing yesterday uh, was saying that uh, the aviation industry will buy every bit of sustainable fuel that they can. The problem is on the supply side. Aviation is far is not in is is far reducing emissions, but uh, they're not in the business of stopping flying uh, for as part of the environmental debate. So there was a very strong environmental uh, dimension to what uh, was spoken about this morning. Lots of hiccups along the way, though. You know, Ryanair almost failed. When you think that in, in 1985, from that turboprop, uh, 70 airlines have failed, uh, some of them much bigger than Ryanair, some of them much better capitalised than Ryanair, some of them had big uh, government support behind them. All of them are, you know, have fallen by the wayside. And Ryanair not just went from one turboprop aircraft to go past Aer Lingus, to go past British Airways, to go past the Air France KLM group, and in the last two years, to go past the biggest airline in Europe, which was the Lufthansa group. That's not just Lufthansa, that's Swiss as well, that's Austrian as well, and that's Brussels Airlines as well. So those four airlines. So it's now 
the biggest airline by passenger numbers in Europe and some months this year, second in the world, ahead of the big American ones and, of course, the Chinese ones, which are effectively uh, not operating at the moment. All right, Owen, it's been a pleasure as always and thanks a million for talking us through that jobs announcement uh, 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 and that was the legacy, the storied history, the continued expansion uh, of Ryanair. Owen Corrie is editor of Air and Travel magazine. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.